Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Donald, the most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. I'm Steve Cypress, here with my co-host, Everett Farnell. Welcome to another edition of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump Podcast, soon to be President Donald Trump Podcast. Your co-host Steve Cypress here, along with Everett Farnell. Steve, it's great to be back for another week, and as always, raising the bar every single week. Huge, great, fantastic, better than anybody's ever imagined. Yes, no matter what the dishonest media says, this will be an excellent episode. It will be. Now, no matter what liberal Hollywood elites say at the Golden Globe Awards, we never gave bad advice. Uh, the dishonest media and the liberal elites are, are, are working to take us down. They're working to stop us, but we have the power of the people, the entrepreneurs. Well, because this is not just a podcast. This is a movement. This it's is a, a movement. movement. It's going to change America. Make right, America speaking crazy. of which, let's get moving on this week's topic, yes. which is the power of a deadline. We've all experienced this. I mean, no one would ever pay their taxes until, unless there was an April 15th every year. In fact, you'd never pay your mortgage or your rent unless it was the first of the month or whatever day it's due. You wouldn't make payroll unless it was the Friday to make the payroll. You wouldn't get down and do everything. So deadlines have a lot of power. We see that with Donald Trump, who operated running his own business for like 40, 50 years, and he could fall into a rut that I see so many small business owners fall into, and I find myself once in a while, I have to smack myself in the head because the good news and the bad news, right? The good news is you're your own boss, but the bad news is you're your own boss and you might not have a lot of people setting a lot of deadlines. So take Trump, who for his whole career in real estate had deadlines likely set for him every now and then. You know, a property came up and bids are due on this day or the auction is being held on this day or there's a project and you can bid on it. And then when he did the TV show, of course, he, he had the deadlines. We're shooting at this time, you got to be here at this time. But otherwise especially since he's a billionaire, I mean, it's hard to even believe someone going that strong and working that hard and still busting his butt to make more money and have more power and fame and whatever at the age of 70, but look at him go. So, dear listener, what are you doing? If you don't have a lot of people giving you deadlines, the danger is you miss an opportunity to kind of force yourself or have some outside force working to help you get things done. So now you see Trump becomes president. As soon as he wins the election, it's like deadline city. I mean, you've got to get these appointments done because we've got to vet them and, uh, and meet them and interview them and then appoint them and in Congress they have to prepare for two weeks because Congress is going to grill them and you got to get your whole staff in place so that day one you hit the ground running, blah, 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 and then it's your first hundred days and it's your first 30 days and, and then every day there's going to be deadlines and so a lot has gotten done and a lot more will get done. So I see it with business owners, a cautionary tale. I had a client that came on recently and could not take action. We gave him a absolutely proven, time-tested, done-for-you campaign for a contractor in the off-season that just works to flood in orders and money comes flying in. So there's several emails go out, the phone calls get made, the postcards get mailed. It's all a whole sequence, all set up, all word for word, all written and done, ready to go. And this guy was like, okay, let's go. We'll send out email number one. And immediately got backed up with so much work 
that he was like, oh, I'm so booked for two weeks. And instead of hiring guys, he insisted on going out in the field and doing all this work himself instead of saying, hey, let's hire a few guys and let's continue this campaign. He said, hold off on anything more while I do all this work. And then I got to take two weeks off because before he became my client, he was used to having an off season every year. <laughs> and I might as well take two weeks off because I never make any money. I'm like, you got to get used to when you're working with me. You're going to make money every day. I don't care what you think or anyone in your industry thinks there's an off season. My clients never have an off season. Every day you make money. So he was like, oh, well, I already have it all planned and paid for. Okay, so now he's two weeks of work, two weeks off. It's a month before he's even sending the second email, which should have been sent weeks before. Okay, that one goes out. And now he's busy for another three, four weeks. And we're like, can we continue the postcard? Can we do the phone? No, no, no. I'm overbooked. I'm all busy. This is great. And then he's like, okay, uh, now uh, I'm done with that work. But you know what? Now I'm back in season again, so I don't need this off-season thing. So instead of what should have happened is he should have brought in easily over six figures within about three, four weeks. Instead, he brought in only about thirty or 40000 and he stretched it out to two months. So instead of having like a fantastic, loving life month in the off-season where he thought not a dime comes in, which hasn't for the last 20 years he ran his business or something, he should have had six figures come pouring in and then another six the next month and another six the next month. Instead... He brought in only fifteen or twenty grand a month, which only, I mean, still better than zero, but he complained that like therefore it's not working well and it's a failure. So right. ouch guy, you gotta get out of your well, own way and take action. Give yourself the power of a deadline. Exactly. Just get the deadline, get it out. Uh, run it up the pole. It's amazing to me how often entrepreneurs don't set deadlines for themselves. Just, I mean, the guy you're talking about is an age-old story. But, you know, I figured that out years ago. The first time a project slipped through my fingers, or maybe the second time, whatever, but, you know, there's a time limit on things. Like this program you have this guy on. There's a time limit on things, and if you don't get it done within the period, within the time limit, you lose the opportunity. Money will leave if it's not wanted. It'll go somewhere else where it is wanted. It was one of the things that, uh, one of the hard lessons that I had to learn, but I, I was supposed to sit down and write my own sales letter, and it just dragged on and on and on, and eventually, all of a sudden, I, as a matter of fact, I'll tell you the story, was uh, you may have heard of the term story selling. It, 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 there was well, a couple I even of people read a book. Uh, who who oh. was it, Seth Godin? Yeah, and, well, and, and all that came out several years ago. There was the, the idea was in the ethos, and several people did it. Seth, Seth Golden, Golden did it, and there was two or three or four guys who did it. We did seminars based on it, and products, and books, and all kinds of stuff. Of course. Here's the thing: before any of that stuff came out, I had the idea, and I screwed around, and I didn't set a deadline, and I twiddled my thumbs, and I messed around with it, and I set up a website, but then I didn't really do anything with the website, and I didn't really have it set up well, and, and then all of a sudden. The, the idea just all of a sudden, six months later, there was a rush of people doing storytelling. I'm not saying they took the idea from me. The idea was in the ether. I didn't do anything with it. I didn't set the deadline. I lost the money. It could have been a transformational idea had I run with it, but didn't put a deadline on it for myself. So there you have it, my dear listener. Well, I have to tell you that it wasn't Seth Godin. I just went over to my trusty bookshelf, of which I have 13 floor-to-ceiling bookshelves full of books. And uh, it's a friend of mine, Nick Nanton, and a friend of yours, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a, I know that. Or a kind of business partner there who actually wrote a book called Story Selling. Right. Well, 
but uh, yeah, Nick is uh, age-old concept, and of course it works. And you, to, this is not lessons learned from Everett and Steve, but you hear it on this podcast all the time. We don't just say, "Hey, do this." We tell a story, like I just told a story, and that helps to sell. In this case, you don't pay for it. The podcast is free, and you're smart to listen and get that free advice. But we're selling you on believing the concept. So the the old uh, Glen Gary Glen Roth scene. You know, always be closing. We talk about always be selling. It doesn't mean you're selling in exchange for money. You're selling your services necessarily, but you're selling your idea. You're selling your point of view. You're trying to convince somebody, persuade somebody, influence somebody. You always want to be doing that. And stories are the best way to do it. We digress a little bit from this week. A little bit, but of a deadline. Yeah, but the point of my story, in this particular case, I didn't set a deadline for myself, and somebody else snatched the idea out of ether and ran with it. And right. they did very well with it, and I got bupkis because... Well, and I'm guessing we I all have likely have stories like that, like, oh, the stock that was offered when it was a penny that, oh, mm-hmm. we should have bought that, now it's Apple, or, man, I had that idea, or you see a gizmo on the Shark Tank show or on an infomercial, and go, oh, man, I had an idea for that. Ideas, what's the saying? Ideas are a dime does. Yes. Action. So the power of a deadline is it causes us to take action. So we want to give deadlines to our prospects, to employees. We do. We say you got to show up at this time. But we've got to give deadlines to ourselves because then we can get a lot more done. Because we're not all as fortunate as you see Trump right now, who is even as soon as he declared his candidacy, was immediately given floods of deadlines. This whatever state primary is on such and such a date. So you've got to go there and you've got to go here and this event that you have to speak at is here and we have to and all his staff had all the deadlines we have to book the flight we have to get the hotel rooms we have to hire the people we have to do what our deadlines just came flooding in and they're certainly not stopping for the next four years they're going intensely for trump's now maybe you enjoy your freedom and you don't want a flood of stress and pressure and deadlines all the time but find the happy medium between no deadlines at all nothing gets done and unbelievably overworked rest so that every president of all time who hasn't used hair dye has seen his hair turn gray like almost instantly upon taking office because that's way too many deadlines and I'll I'll leave you with this, an analogy that a very wise mentor told me years ago, and everyone maybe has heard it, but he just said, stress is like a bow and arrow. So anyone out there that has ever hunted or shot a bow and arrow, the analogy is you've got to pull back on the string to let the arrow go. That's the stress. That's the pressure you have to put on that string. And if you put too much and you pull it too hard, it snaps. That's what happens to us with too much pressure. But on the other hand, if you put not enough pressure and you pull it back like an inch, well, the arrow goes nowhere. So you've got to find the happy medium where there's good pressure, good stress, and that's the power of a good, healthy deadline. Don't have to be like Trump and be handed multiple nonstop deadlines. Hand yourself some deadlines. You'll get more done. You'll make more money. You'll be happier. Exactly. Speaking of which, you want to be much happier, go to Lessons Learned from DonaldTrump.com. You'll find contact information for Everett and myself. Contact one or both of us, and we'll help you out with an advanced tip that this week is it's super it's advanced in its power, but it's super easy to implement. So hopefully you'll give us a call. We'll talk to you soon, and we will be back next week with another Lesson Learned from Donald Trump. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure you go listen to the rest of the episodes by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. And join us next time 
Unless you like being a loser, some people do, I guess.